0: Welcome to the CSB SCB podcast, part of the Canadian Society for Biomechanics. We are your hosts and student representatives, Jackie Zaire and Francie Ounich. Welcome to episode 15 of the CSB SCB podcast. This is our second panel discussion on the podcast and joining me today are some members of the NACOB student committee. Our goal for today is to really promote and provide some more information on some exciting NACOB student-focused events. But first we do have one CSB housekeeping message. The CSB is looking for graduate students who are interested in serving on the CSB executive as the student representative. If this is something that you might be interested in, I encourage you to complete the application form which is found on the CSB SCB webpage and submit a copy to the current secretary, Dr. Stacy Acker, as soon as possible. And for today, we'll start by having each of our guests introduce themselves. So tell us where you're studying and a little bit about the type of work that you're doing. And so we'll start with the chair of the student committee, Chris.
1: Thanks, Jackie. I'm Chris Bailey. I'm a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Ottawa. I study repetitive motion control, so I'm interested in how that changes across the lifespan with some of my current work in uh, gates using wearable sensors.
0: And next, we'll hear from Jenny.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Jenny Liesma, and I'm a rising fourth-year PhD student at Georgia Tech in the robotics program. The focus of my work is really on human augmentation using wearable robotics. So specifically for my PhD, I'm studying biomechanical stability during walking in the face of perturbations and how we can use exoskeletons to help augment stability in those environments. And Elena?
3: Thanks, Jackie. I'm Olena Clausen, and I'm doing my PhD at the University of Ottawa with Dr. Linda McLean. My thesis work is primarily focusing on how aging impacts the female pelvic floor tissues, focusing mostly on the skeletal muscle. And we're looking to see how the structure and function of those muscles changes using things like ultrasound imaging and
0: dynamometry. Excellent. And last, we'll hear from Victor.
4: Thank you, Jackie. So my name is Victor Chan, and I'm a third year PhD student studying under the supervision of Dr. Ryan Graham at the University of Ottawa. So my work looks to model the progression of fatigue during manual labor using wearable sensors and machine learning. And with the committee, I am looking to organize conference insiders.
0: So to start a discussion, let's talk about some initiatives that will be running for the duration of the conference. Victor and Blake are leading the conference insiders initiative. So, Victor, can you tell us what the conference insiders initiative is and its purpose?
4: Yes, of course. So the Conference Insiders is an initiative where experienced conference goers helps improve the experience of first-time in-person conference goers by providing advice on how to make the most of their NECOP experience. So this advice can range from how to plan your conference schedule, tips for networking with fellow students, improving conversations with professors, how to pace yourself through the week, and beyond. So those who sign up for this program are matched with conference insiders based on your subdiscipline of interest. And this initiative has been put in place because many individuals may not have had an opportunity to attend an in-person conference due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is aimed to help make the most of their experience.
0: Will there be a specific time where pairs can meet or will there be specific events dedicated for the conference insiders?
4: So the only scheduled event uh, for the conference insiders will be on the Monday morning, so August 22nd, at 7 a.m., where a coffee and a walk around downtown Ottawa will take place. Aside from this, uh, conference insiders are encouraged to be available to meet with newcomers on registration day. So that's on the Sunday, the 21st. And additionally, contacts between newcomers and insiders will be shared a week prior to NACOB to get the conversation started before everyone gets here.
0: And do the new conference goers have to sign up for this initiative? And how can volunteers get involved?
4: Awesome. So for new conference goers to get involved, they just need to click yes to the question about participating in Conference Insiders on the online portal. Although Blake and I have already reached out to potential volunteers, we highly encourage uh, experienced conference goers to help out. It's an awesome opportunity to network with other students in your field of research, and it's also a great leadership opportunity. So if you'd like to get involved and you haven't been reached out to already, uh, please send me an email at vchan017 at
0: And staying with the Ottawa group now, the conference program is quite extensive with lots of academic and non-academic events. But beyond the conference venue, Ottawa has a lot to offer. And so what are some activities and places that you recommend for visitors?
1: Glad you asked that. Lots of awesome outdoor activities to do. So Ottawa is home to a lot of rivers, a lot of bike paths, a lot of publicly accessible activity areas. I know one of the awesome bits in the summer in the past couple of years has been They've actually shut down some streets on the weekends, for example, so that bikers, pedestrians can go on the roads and actually use the roads themselves. So it's been a really awesome area to get outside. It's also located nearby to Gatineau, which is kind of a a large hill, perhaps not a mountain, but uh, close to it, where there's some awesome trails, awesome biking that you can get to as well. So... In terms of Ottawa, I think of how many awesome opportunities there are to get outdoors. And there's no better time than in August when the sun will be coming down on everyone.
0: If people are attending with their spouse or children, do you recommend any fun, family friendly attractions in Ottawa?
1: I think in addition to the outdoor bits, I'll just mention if you're with your family and you have a car or you're willing to explore the areas outside of Ottawa, there's a great water park that can be explored. It's called Calypso. So that's a fun area to go to with the family. Victor, I know you're from Ottawa as well. Did you have any ideas of some family-friendly things that maybe you did when you were growing up in Ottawa? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there's a lot of great educational places that you could go to. So
4: Ottawa is home to many really great museums. So I would recommend Canadian War Museum, Canadian Museum of Nature, and the National Gallery of Ottawa. I would also recommend Cosmic Adventures for kids from 1 to 12 years old through an like indoor playground. And even just checking out Mooney's Bay, I think, is really worthwhile because it's by the beach and they have put a lot of money into this awesome new playground that I think kids are typically really excited about. So I'd recommend that for uh, families for sure.
0: So lots of things to check out outside the conference. Next, we'll discuss the mentor matching, which has been a fun initiative offered at past ASB conferences, as well as the 2019 ISB meeting in Calgary. The mentor matching algorithm is being run by Jenny, along with our other ASB student representative on the committee, Evan Dooley. So Jenny, can you tell us about the mentor matching and maybe a little bit about how the pairs get matched?
3: Yeah, so the
2: overall goal is really to give you the opportunity to connect with someone who has been in the field a little bit longer, can give you some advice on desired career paths and things like that. So. Kind of the thing that's open right now for people to do is sign up for the event and we'll also have you take a survey so we can get you matched with someone and there's some more serious questions i would say that go over you know what research areas you're interested in you know what kind of topics you're interested in talking about whether it's you know research and grantsmanship teaching work-life balance things like that and then you'll also see some more goofy questions sprinkled in there that help the matching algorithm if we have too many overlaps so be ready to talk about what your favorite kitchen utensil is and who you'd most like to have dinner with and things like that.
0: Will there be a designated meeting time or location for the mentees to meet up with their mentor or compares arrange to meet throughout the conference on their own time?
2: Yeah, I would say both is the answer to that one. We will have a designated time. It's going to be uh, during lunch, one of the days in the conference just a separate room where pairs can sit down, uh, maybe be at a table with some other pairs if they want to overlap a bit and sit down and have lunch together. But if that doesn't work or people have other commitments during that time, they're always more than welcome to, you know, meet up for coffee, meet up during a poster session, anything else like that during the conference that gives them the chance to connect and have a chat.
0: I recall this being a really good experience in Calgary. And do you mind sharing your past experiences with the mentor match and maybe what you learned from participating in this at past conferences?
2: Yeah, Calgary was a really fun one for me, too, because it was the summer just as I was going into grad school. And I think why this was such a fun event is it really gives you the opportunity to break out of the very like limited exposure that most people have had to research and different research groups and mentors and things like that, especially earlier on in your career. So I've had some really awesome mentors. I've been paired up with a few different academics, so had a lot of good chats about teaching, kind of how they got their initial academic positions things they did in grad school to prepare for being competitive for the academic job market, And something I should have mentioned this on the survey, too, is we give you the opportunity to check, do you want to be, you know, matched with an early career academic, a late career academic, an early career industry individual, or someone who has been in industry for a while. So we do our best to match up. We usually obviously have more academics to choose from at the conference, typically, but we do our best to get those people paired. So yeah, overall, it's been a great experience. And it's always just really fun to get a perspective outside of the, you know, few research groups that most of us have been exposed to and, and talked to some people with some other experiences.
0: I know we're still looking for a few more mentors to sign up. So where can mentors who are still interested in participating find the survey and when will it be due?
2: We are very much looking for more mentors. We always have, you know, a ton of mentees that are interested in doing this. So getting enough mentors in the mix definitely always takes a little bit more work. So if people are willing to do that and sign up, they can go look at some of the emails that have gone out from Podium about NACOB events. There is one dedicated. If you search, you know, mentor match, that should pop up in your email. So hopefully people can find that pretty easy from those emails that's gone out.
0: We'll hear from Jenny again later with regards to the student social, but the next event is the Trainee Roundtable Professional Development event, which is being led by myself and Elena. This event will be held on August 23rd from 5 30 to 7 p.m. And Elena To start, can you give us a brief overview of the structure and the format of the training roundtable event?
3: Yeah, so in terms of the actual physical space that we're going to be in, we are very lucky to have two relatively large rooms directly next to each other within the Shaw Centre. The setup of each room when you walk into it is essentially going to be a series of chairs set up in circles. These are our roundtables, songs, tables. And the idea is that each table is essentially going to have a set topic and it will have at least two hosts from our biomechanics community who have personal experience within that particular topic. And beyond that, the event is intended to be really casual in nature. So we're expecting trainees to be moving freely within both of those spaces. You can sit down at chairs, you can stand behind if that table is particularly full. You can ask questions to the hosts or just listen in and come and go as you please, essentially.
0: We've been working at this event for quite some time now, and we have a great list of 20 different topics and about 40 different hosts to choose from. So this has become quite a big event. And can you maybe list and give a brief description of some of the non-academic topics that we have lined up?
3: Yeah, of course. So we have quite the variety of non-academic topics. So hopefully there's something for just about anyone who's potentially interested in joining the event. We have advice on getting into entrepreneurship, and that specifically is focusing on things like tech and software development. And our hosts are going to be able to speak to the inception, creation of ideas for your entrepreneurial pursuits, as well as managing those companies and the growth of those companies, and even just working for companies that do entrepreneurship in and of themselves. We also are going to have tables that are dedicated to just the public and private sectors that will have hosts who can help you with application tips as well as interview tips and who will be able to describe what the work entails and how it differs from the pacing that we see in the academic world? We have a single table, which we expect to be probably relatively busy, that's going to be dedicated to working with sports teams. So, those hosts are going to be talking about how you go about approaching teams as well as conducting research with world class athletes as your participants because they're an extremely niche group to work with. And finally, we do have a few. What we're calling non-academic topics that really do bridge into the academic world, that being an equity, diversity and inclusion table that's going to talk about promoting and improving EDI both within our own community, as well as within your research project. And then finally, we also have a table that's going to talk about how you build your academic brand. We know that researchers and scientists nowadays need public personas, especially with a large digital and global network to work through. So having a way to succinctly describe yourself to someone else and to make that first impression with a digital footprint is really important. So you're going to be able to go and talk with a few scientists who we think have really done that in a very successful manner.
0: And for the academic topics, there will be a total of about 10 different tables. We have specific topics dedicated to scholarship and fellowship applications where students can learn from agency representatives or faculty members about preparing an NIH, an NSF, an NSERC, a CIHR, or a MyTax application, both at the graduate and the postdoctoral levels. And while it's not directly related to these scholarship applications, there will be a topic related to military collaborations with representatives from Defense Research and Development Canada, as well as the Department of Defense in the US. And more unrelated to funding students and postdocs, will also have the opportunity to learn firsthand from editorial board members and journal editors about writing and reviewing manuscripts. And we'll also have hosts dedicated to sharing some of their experiences in teaching stream positions, postdoctoral fellowship positions and hosts that will explain some of the differences between academic positions in Canada and the US. So there's a lot to look forward to and we'll emphasize that this event is both open to trainees as well as postdoctoral fellows. So everyone is welcome and there's a lot to look forward to. And one last question about the trainee event. Are interested students and postdocs required to register?
3: No, there won't be any registration required. And I will caveat that statement by saying that even though we do have two rooms with relatively large capacities, we do have a limit for the number of people that can attend the event. So the event is going to be first come and first serve. So make sure you get there right for door opening so that you can make the most of this event.
0: Following the roundtable event on August 23rd, which is turning out to be a big day for students, is our student social. So this event is also being spearheaded by Evan and Jenny, but Chris, you were largely involved with securing the venue. So can you tell us where the social is being held and a little bit about what the venue has to offer?
1: So the social is gonna be held in Byward Market area, which is kind of a very lively region of Ottawa that's just steps away from the venue. So the specific place is called the Heart and Crown. It has five pubs and six patios all under one roof. So it's quite a large spot. We will have some private areas uh, dedicated only to NACOB within that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. The doors will open around 7.30 p.m. So just in time to move on from the trainee professional developments right on over to the venue. And then we're going to have trivia as well for around an hour or so. That'll start around 8 o'clock.
0: And you mentioned trivia and so that's going to be an important part of the event which is being led by evan and jenny and so this seems to have been a hit at past asbs so what can we expect from this trivia game jenny
2: yeah so we did this at the last couple of virtual asbs and it was just a blast it's hard to explain why everyone was just super into it and you know kind of heckling the host a little bit through the chat and everything like that you know getting a little sassy about answers to questions So. It was just a really involved group and, and definitely not super formal trivia where you're not allowed to argue answers or anything. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time in the last couple of years. And Evan, as well as Katie Canals have been the the hosts and the, the banter they have. You'd think they've been running podcasts for five years or so. So they're uh, teed up and ready to go to host this one as well. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Would encourage everyone to come. It's a great excuse to you know, meet more students in kind of an informal setting and get to interact with people and not just be talking about science the whole time, but the questions will be about biomechanics and biomechanics adjacent topics. So be sure you brush up on your biomechanics knowledge before you come. Steady up.
0: Is the <laughs> registration required for this event uh, and will there be food or drinks offered?
1: Uh, yes, so registration is required for the social. It's available on the same site that we used for registration for the conference. It is first come, first serve because we do have a capacity limit at the venue. So we have room for about 300 attendees. So I encourage everyone to sign up as soon as possible so that they can reserve their spot. And as for food and drinks, we will be offering some food and drinks. Uh, Registrations only $10 we'll be able to offer with that appetizers and sandwiches and we're also looking to uh, secure a tab as well for uh, some non-alcoholic and alcoholic drinks so it's going to be a really fun event lots of food and drink to have and lots of trivia to be discussed
0: and is there a general area in Ottawa that people who are and may not be attending the social can meet up and connect after the social as well?
1: I think the Byward Market is a perfect area for that. So like, uh, even if you aren't able to get into, the social if registration fills up. Byward Market has a ton of other spots. If you're looking for a pub, if you're looking for more of a restaurant vibe to go for some food, if you wanna go to a cocktail bar, there's lots of like really cool and different spots that can be explored there. Just to chime in on another region to explore, which is also fairly close by, would be Spark Street, which is more downtown. For Spark Street, I will shout out one spot, which is pretty cool. It's called The Rabbit Hole. If you have a chance to go explore it, I I definitely recommend it.
0: So that concludes episode 15 of the CSB SCB podcast. So thanks so much again to Chris, Victor, Elena, and Jenny. And we really look forward to seeing everyone later this month in Ottawa. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating or review on your favorite application.